Someone must know. He will be found. There's always hope. Always. Time might heal some wounds, but some of them go too deep to do that completely. They leave lasting scars that show the devastating effects of the weapon that caused them. In 2001, the bodies of six women were found after nights of wild storms. No one stood for these serial crimes. Police are asking for your help to find a killer. Now, it's tempting to overlook this recent police request due to the passage of time that's passed between 01 and now. Most people believe it's not even relevant anymore, therefore there's no reason to worry. There should be. This serial killer lives near you. We're certain of it. And their crimes went unpunished. Several families have lived with scars from these vicious attacks and they still don't know why it happened. You may not know these strangers or the women who tragically lost their lives that summer, but you might know the person who did it. The statistics suggest it. You know this person. You made contact with them at some point since then. There's another thing. 90% of serial killers will kill again. Serial killers don't get bored and go away. They kill. That's what they do. The urge to want to continue their folly is far too great for them to stop. The next victim may not be you, but someone you know. You can change this. Apply a little time to this post and this podcast before the next victim falls and ends up on the nightly news bulletin. It's just a matter of time when the killer or killers will be caught. A member of the public will know them. They will be a neighbour or a work colleague, perhaps uh, even a family member. They have probably bragged about killing someone in the past and getting away with it. They may have suffered from an injury or a significant illness at some point after 2001. Operation Kodaicha was the original investigatory body that looked into these vicious but bizarre murders in the summer of 01. It found that apart from the weather events that took place during each murder, the murderer or murderers didn't appear to use an external weapon of any kind. They used their bare hands. Few lines of investigation ever led to arresting a suspect, much less making a conviction. Alan Sweetman, who led this specialised crime unit at the time, said this afternoon, Just as we were forming, the murders suddenly stopped. We thought the bikeway rapist may have been our perpetrator, but he was already in custody when Miss De Jong's body was found. All we know is it's going to happen again. We're asking the public to visit our Crime Stoppers webpage and take a look at some photos there. If they have any information about the victims on the nights they went missing or since they know a perpetrator, to make contact with us. They may remember something they previously overlooked, no matter how small. The case was scaled down at the end of 2002, but remains open and active today. He or they could have moved interstate and committed murders elsewhere, but we don't believe this is the case. Until we receive new information, we're convinced they are still here in this state, but suffered a setback of some sort. 
It kept them from killing again. At this point, we're unable to proceed any further. We need help from the public. Someone will know this individual or individuals. The families need closure and we need to take a vicious killer or killers off the streets. Someone will know something for sure. Kodaicha led his victims into the woodland, raping and choking them until they died. Police suspect that all six women knew their killer, but they're not sure how. There are indications they had secret affairs. The problem we have with online dating sites is that it can be hard to track down users. If someone doesn't want to be found, they can remain hidden. It appears our serial killer knows the technology well. He has found a way to locate and identify vulnerable women through dating profiles and then, by hacking into their computers, he's able to obtain more information about them. We believe that this is when he decides to make contact. The most disturbing thing we've discovered during this investigation is his use of the victim's own microphones. He's, he accesses their devices' mics and then listens, sometimes for hours at a time. We know he's accessed their cameras too, but this one likes to listen. They wouldn't have known this was happening at the time. Kodaicha is an Australian Indigenous word. At the height of the investigation, Operation Kodaicha involved more than 30 officers utilising the resources of five specialist crime units across two major cities. The last known victim was Nina de Jong. Her body was found outside her Forest Lake home after a thunderstorm in December 2001. This article was inspired by the novel Seedings. This has been Adult Secrets, Truths and Horrors by Michael Foreman.